Hi, this is R.J. Deacon, reading the Supreme Court of the United States opinion syllabus in Patrick v. Zinke, Secretary of the Interior. Certiori to the United States Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit. Argued November 7, 2017. Decided February 27, 2018. Petitioner David Patrick filed suit challenging the authority of the Secretary of the Interior to invoke in the Indian Reorganization Act, 25 U.S.C. 5108, and take into trust a property, known as the Bradley property, on which respondent Match E. B. Nash She Wish Band of Potawatomi Indians wished to build a casino. In Match E. B. Nash She Wish Band of Potawatomi Indians versus Pacheck, 567 U.S. 209, this court held that the secretary lacked sovereign immunity and that Pachak had standing, and it remanded the case for per further proceedings. While the suit was back in district court, Congress enacted the Gun Lake Act, which reaffirmed as trust land the Bradley property, and provided that an action relating to that land shall not be filed or maintained in a federal court, and shall be promptly dismissed. In response, the District Court dismissed Patchak's suit, and the D.C. Circuit Court affirmed. The Supreme Court held, The judgment is affirmed. Justice Thomas, joined by Justice Breyer, Justice Alito, and Justice Kagan, concluded that 2B of the Gun Lake Act does not violate Article Three of the Constitution. Congress may not exercise the judicial power. See Plot v. Spendthrift Farm Incorporated. But the legislative power permits Congress to make laws that apply retroactively to pending lawsuits, even when it effectively ensures that one side will win. Bank Marcazi v. Peterson. Permissible exercises of legislative power and impermissible infringements of the judicial power are distinguished by the following rule. Congress violates Article 3 when it compels findings or results under old law, Robertson v. Seattle Audubon Society, but not when it changes the law. By stripping federal courts of jurisdiction over acts, quote, relating to the Bradley property, 2B changes the law. Section 2B is best read as a jurisdiction-stripping statute, it uses jurisdictional language, imposes jurisdictional consequences, and applies notwithstanding any other provision of the law, including the general grant of federal question jurisdiction, 28 U.S.C. 1331. And while 2B does not use the word jurisdiction, jurisdictional statutes are not required to do so. Indeed, 2B uses language similar to language used in other jurisdictional statutes. See Gonzalez v. Thaler. And 2B cannot plausibly be read as anything other than jurisdictional. When Congress strips federal courts of jurisdiction, it exercises a valid legislative power. This court has held that Congress generally does not violate Article 3 when it strips federal jurisdiction over a class of cases, see ex parte McCardle, and has reaffirmed these principles on many occasions.
e.g. Steel Co. versus Citizens for Better Environment. Patrick's two arguments for why 2B violates Article 3, even if it does strip jurisdiction, that the provision flatly directs federal courts to dismiss lawsuits without allowing them to interpret or apply the, any new law, and that it attempts to interfere with this court's decision in Patrick 1, that his suit may proceed, are unpersuasive. Justice Ginsburg joined Justice Sotomayor, concluded that Congress's authority to forego or retain the government's sovereign immunity from suit suffices to decide this case. With Patrick 1 in mind, Congress acted effectively to displace the Administrative Procedure Act's waiver of immunity for suits against the United States, which enabled Patrick to launch this litigation, with a contrary command applicable to the Bradley property. Justice Sotomayor concluded that 2B of the Gun Lake Act is most naturally read as having restored the federal government's sovereign immunity from Patrick's suit, challenging the trust status of the Bradley property.